At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now buy any three cooler beverages and get 500 bonus Speedy Rewards points. There we go. Someone noticed they can't hear me. Hopefully they can hear me now, and hopefully everything's uh, going smooth. So I uh, apologize for that. Like I said, it's it's um <laughs> it's Monday morning. Um, it's Monday morning. So hopefully everybody can hear me now and chime in if you can. But I'm gonna repeat <laughs> myself talking about a delicate topic that a lot of people often. Um, maybe misinterpret, they don't understand, they think it should be a simple answer to get out. And that is in an abusive relationship or, you know, abusive domestic violence situation. So we're going to get in talking about this delicate topic where a lot of people, they have a hard time uh, maybe understanding, hard time uh, dealing with. And it's one of those situations that um, I work with a lot and I have a lot over the years and it's it's not a comforting situation okay so hopefully um, not only if it will help you in this situation but also if you are how can I say this if you have a friend or family member that's in an abusive situation a lot of people are gonna jump right in and say get the hell out hurry up and get out a lot of people do not understand um, the context of a you know abusive relationship and we're going to talk about you know there are different types of abuse as people know there's physical there's emotional abuse uh, you know verbal abuse all those type of aspects where a lot of people don't understand well you know words you look at it and words don't hurt right words are a situation to um, you know what they only hurt they don't break your bones they're not bruises whatever and you talk to a lot of people in abusive situations and they say the words you know the bruises might go away okay they might heal 
but the words and the emotional abuse and um, the domestic violence situations, you know, they say it takes them so long, if ever, to heal. And I work with, you know, of course, the emotional aspects, and I want people to get out of abusive situations and relationships. It's not that evening. Hey, Adrian, welcome. Um, it is not an easy situation to deal with, okay? <clears throat> and a lot of people, you know, even in this field, okay, in a professional field, you're going to have counselors um, that are going to tell their clients, you know, first session, hurry up, get the hell out, get the kids, get the hell out, okay, hurry up and leave, okay, so you're the professional, I have to listen to you, and uh, you must know what you're doing type of thing, so all of a sudden, the person in an abusive situation, you know what, all of a sudden, they get the kids, they hurry up, they leave, and all of a sudden, they have no money, okay, they have no gas money, okay, well, I got that covered, no big deal, right, the therapist told me, you know what, Go to a homeless shelter. Go to a woman's domestic violence shelter, okay? And there's men in abusive situations, too. It's not only women that are the victims, okay? So, therapist told me to go, okay, I got it down. You know, I ran out of gas. I have no money, and I have kids, and it's the dead of winter, and we're freezing our butt off. I'll just, you know, I got my cell phone still. I'm going to get a hold of a domestic violence shelter, and a homeless shelter would be big deal, right? I have no relatives around. The therapist didn't even ask you that, right? Do you have friends? Do you have relatives? You know, a lot of abusive situations, they're going to isolate their partner, okay? They're going to isolate friends, family, if they're even around. They want that. They want that control. So, okay, I'm calling up the domestic violence shelter. I'm calling up a homeless shelter. You know, I have no friends, relatives. I'm out of money. <clears throat> so, and all of a sudden, they tell you they're booked. They're filled. They can't take you. Now, what the hell do you do? The therapist didn't tell you that, right? They didn't tell you. They didn't prepare you. And shame on them. This is where I have a huge issue and it frustrates and annoys the hell out of me that you have people in these situations. They have no clue. They don't prepare you for consequences in an abusive situation. A lot of people don't understand. You know what? Get the hell out. <clears throat> okay. A lot of times, maybe the family is not around, okay? There's no family. There's no friends. Maybe in certain abusive situations, not all, where the family, you know, um, maybe you're not working. You have no money. He or she controls all that money, and I did say he or she, okay? So now you're left with, what do I do, okay? I want people to prepare themselves. I want you, if you have no friends, no family, relatives, I'm all about calling domestic violence help helpline um, absolutely and get help prepare yourself you know the ins and outs what could happen I want people to be prepared for the bad um, you know I don't want the bad to happen but I want you aware of it and what you can do in case it does happen and you know a lot of people don't understand they just tell you oh I get the hell out of that situation well let's see I have kids young kids I have no money um, what do I do? And a lot of people are going to say, well, you put yourself in that situation. I've heard this over and over again. And I end up, um, I end up, you know, getting so upset and irritated about people. You know, and I try to think to myself, I catch my breath, these people mean well. They want you safe. They want you secure. I want that too. However, you need, as Adrian mentioned on the chat, you need 
an exit plan. You need a situation to, you know, prepare yourself. Call a domestic violence, you know, hotline or, you know, a shelter, domestic violence shelter in your area, at least to see if they have room. And if they don't, they might be able to find room for you, okay? Um, so you need to be able to be prepared for yourself uh, physically, emotionally, you know, especially if you have kids, it's not easy. You have no, no money, no food. What do you do, okay? You need to be prepared for this. And a good counselor um, should clue you into this. You know what? What happens if um, you do run out of gas? And the domestic violence shelters are full. Um, homeless shelters are full. Uh, you have no friends, no family, because you know what? They don't want to be involved. They don't want to ruin their lives either, right? Or get involved type of thing. And, you know, you're going to have friends. You're going to have family members. I'll be there. I'll have your back. But when it comes down to it, pfft, they might turn their back on you. What then? You get me? A good counselor, good therapist is going to prepare you for these situations. You know what? Um, will a, you know, personal protection order, um, no contact order, will that help? It can help, okay? And I'm going to get, when I'm talking about a PPO, you know, you need proof. You need evidence of this. And it's very, very difficult, you know, if you have cuts and bruises, those type of thing, you take pictures, right, and call police. It's visual evidence. It might be easier, right? But the verbal and emotional abuse, it's not that easy. It turns into a tit for tat. And I know Adrian's in a, an attorney in Macomb County, and he'll tell you about evidence, um, you know, about, you know, the tit for tat that people go, and the law knows this, right? It's hearsay, right? His word against your word or her word against your word type of aspect. And there's people out there that will falsely accuse somebody for abusive uh, domestic violence situations, right? We all know this. And it's a very dicey situation, and people don't understand the emotional toll and the emotional tug of war it takes on this, okay? So you need yourself prepared. If you, if can be, if you do have evidence, call police. Try to get a personal protection order, you know, against that person. Big time. Not always easy. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, the police are going to tell you, you know, it's a legal formality. If someone wanted to harm you, a personal protection order, you know what, it's not, it's a piece of paper. They're not going to, you know, it, it might not help somebody if your life isn't threat, if, excuse me, if your life is threatened. There we go. You know, if you're afraid, and that leads me into abusive relationship situations. You heard me say at the beginning, right? Most people, friends, family, if they are around, <clears throat> are going to tell you, just get the hell out, just leave, okay? It's very... Um, it's not that easy emotionally, okay? And I address fears of people leaving these situations. You know, it could be the fear of being alone. And a lot of people will laugh and joke and, oh, fear of being alone, that's it. You'd rather be in that situation. You're not living in that situation, okay? So I address the fears. And I talk about, you know, I don't use a lot of psychobabble. People that know me, I, I don't use a lot of psychobabble textbook verbiage to help my clients, but I, I'm a huge advocate of the pain pleasure principle, okay? Most people, we are going to deal with something that is less painful, right? Okay, the old scenario, we have two choices, okay? Both of them suck. Which one are we going to take? We're going to take the one 
that is less painful, okay? Or that we, you know, maybe realize in our mind or fantasize in our mind that it's going to be less painful in the long run. We try to rationalize that, right? Okay. So, I'm a huge fan of that. And that's usually what holds us back. So, people in uh, abusive relationships, right? It might be more painful to leave than to stay, even getting abused, okay? And people, I want you to realize this, okay? They're, that pain of being alone is a lot worse than staying in that situation. Again, it's not for me or anybody else to judge. It's just one of those things, okay? Also, you might be afraid that that person is going to kill you. Yes, there are women perpetrators of domestic violence. I can tell you stories of witnessing and seeing bite marks where pieces of meat are tore off from a guy's arm, neck, uh, chest region, okay? Actually, pieces of meat are from women, okay? And the guy didn't, you know, the woman was just ticked. He didn't cheat. Not that that's justified. But there are women out there that have anger issues, and that will go berserk and try stabbing, whatever, and it's not justified. It's not a matter of self-defense, okay? So it, it's both genders. So the fear of getting killed, okay? So that's going to keep me, oh, it's better than, you know, getting killed and, you know, having him or her end up with the kids or maybe a prison then the kids are in foster care because there's no relatives around to care for the kids, right? And I can't do that to my kid. So these are all legitimate fears that people face, okay? You know, fear of being alone, fear of, you know, what, getting killed, and then thinking about, okay, what happens to the kids, you know, who killed me, they're probably going to find out and end up putting him or her in prison for the rest of their life, and now there's nobody to raise the kids, so what do I do? I don't want them in foster care, right? So this is a legitimate fear in abusive situations that people don't realize and it's something to think about. So I want you well prepared emotionally, physically. Another fear is, well, I have no money and I'm not going to be able to make it on my own. I'm not going to be able to make it with the kids. I'm not going to, you know, how can I afford this or whatever? I have no help, whatever. And you know, that's legitimate. And then what do you do? This is where I want, you know, domestic violence um, helplines and everything to be in place that you can call and contact and try to get that help. Even, you know, if you're afraid that your phone is bugged. Yes, it does happen, okay? If your cell phone is bugged, um, you can email those type of situations and try to get some help that way. I'm worried my phone might be bugged, whatever. I'm not really, you know, that tech savvy to find out or check that out, but I want a safe place to talk and communicate, okay? You need to reach out, either, you know, email, if you know your phone is not bugged or whatever, call domestic violence helplines, okay? This is an awareness, you know what? I don't want you to be in an abusive situation, but I also know it's not an easy situation to get yourself out of, and it's easy for, you know, maybe if you do have a friend around or a relative or neighbor, um, you know what, they don't get it if they have not been there. They have not been in that situation before to where, you know what, um, oh, it's easy, just leave. I would leave. I would, yeah, you're not in that situation. So it is not um, as easy as a lot of people think. They're not, they haven't been there. They haven't realized or experienced those situations, the emotional fear and the psychological impact and emotional impact that being an abusive relationship occurs. Now, I am going to come back with 
a situation, okay? Isolated incidents do happen, okay? There are, you know, verbal altercations that occur. There are, you know, maybe a physical push and pull back and forth um, in a fight and argument. I never, I'm going to repeat this, I never ever condone physical or verbal violence, abuse, whatever, okay? There is a difference between an isolated one-time situation, again, it should never happen, and being in an abusive situation, okay? I want to stress that. Um, and it seems like even, you know, now it's getting better, but a lot of people might you know, be in a situation where, oh, a woman, you know, there's some women out there that will, you know, slap and punch and kick and just are mean. And the guy, you know, their partner doesn't do anything, you know, doesn't fight back, doesn't do anything. And uh, a lot of people, it's very, very embarrassing for a lot of men in these situations, okay? And you realize if you're a man in this situation, you know, what would you do? And, you know, there's so much attention on... You know, the women victims, yes, there are a lot more women victims than men, but there's a lot more men out there in domestic violence and abusive situation than you realize, okay? And I, I don't, you know, a lot of people, oh, you're the man, you should be able to take it. It's not that easy. You know, and then it becomes emasculating, right? I'm a guy and I'm getting abused by a woman. How, you know, I'm supposed to be a manly man and deal with this. Oh, it's only words. I shouldn't, you know, I should be able to take it. When you're getting called, you know, a low-life loser piece of da-da-da-da-da on a daily basis. And also, you're worried about your kids. You're worried about financial situations. You know what? The same worries could be the same for either gender, okay, for men and women. So you look at, again, you try to get the help, yes, reach out to domestic violence helplines in your area, in your county, okay? Every county in the U.S. has them. And I know, you know, England, Canada, uh, Europe, a lot of places in Europe have them now too. But reach out and try to prepare yourself. Hey, I'm in this situation. I have no money. And then I want you to be able to... You know, try to make plans, that exit plan that Adrian mentioned in the chat below that, uh, you know what, what do I do in that situation to prepare yourself and to protect yourself, protect your kids emotionally, physically, and also, you know, try to financially. And it's hard if you're not working, you don't have any income coming in, and the money is all controlled by one person. Again, it's not an easy situation, but explain your situation. And they will hopefully be able to help you. I can't guarantee that, okay? But at least it's a starting point. And, you know, reach out. Be humble. Don't be embarrassed because there are, you know, millions of people that have endured abusive, uh, physically, emotionally uh, situations, you know, over a lifetime, you know, over freaking since time began, unfortunately, okay? So you're not alone. And a lot of people realize, you know what, I'm alone, no one's going to get it, no one's going to understand me. There are people that will understand what you go through, the fears that you endure, and the sense of, uh, you know, self-worth and your self-esteem that ends up being in the toilet, okay? So if you do have friends, if you do have family members, try to reach out, okay? 
I'm not going to say they're going to be there because a lot of people, oh, I don't want any drama in my house, so you know what, you need to leave it alone. Um, it happens, but I'm here to prepare you. I hope it doesn't, but at least you're making an effort to get yourself out of that situation, okay? In very severe, uh, you know, abusive situations, they're going to want to, you know, um, probably control every move you make, right? They're not going to want to see you talk to a therapist or counselor, okay? They're not going to want you to reach, they're not going to want, because, right, they might be losing that control over you, and they're not getting what they want anymore, so the abuse is going to become um, even more so, okay? As the threat increases of you leaving, chances are the domestic violence or the abuse is going to increase. I'm just letting you wear. So you need to be very careful and sort of being subtle, and prepare yourself to exit that situation. Even get a hold of an attorney. Um, Adrian's an attorney. You know, there's even you know legal aid, and there's um, you know different in every most counties in the U.S. I can't say all, but most counties in the U.S. have uh, victims' rights um, at their county court buildings. Okay, they have victim right advocacy that is there to help you. And I know the politics. All, you know the politics involved whatever but they're gonna have resources that you can you know so reach out they're gonna understand the fears and uh, insecurities that you have about even making it on your own financially and also the safety for you and your children okay so reach out you know look at yourself and okay I'm in this abusive situation and I'm not talking you know an isolated situation you get called a name or something. Oh, you're abusing me. Eh, that's very subjective, okay? Now, I'm talking when it's a bona fide, legitimate, clinical, abusive situation, okay? Yes, one incident is too much, okay? I get that. Um, however, isolated in incidences do, they do occur. I never justify them, but that doesn't mean um, the marriage or relationship is in a... Um, devastating situation okay there can be genuine remorse shown and that needs to be shown and not you know okay you show genuine remorse and guilt and it happens again right the abusive situation the physical altercations oh I'm sorry it won't happen again people that have been in abusive situations they know where I'm coming from okay they hear the promises they hear the broken I should say broken promises they hear the words they hear they might even see the tease, oh, I'm so sorry, I won't ever do it again, I won't do it again. Then it happens again. No, I won't do it again, I won't do it again, I'll be good, I'll be better, don't leave. And awesome, bam, it happens again. You get where I'm going with this. You look at the pattern of those behaviors. You look at the patterns that's going on, and I want you to trust your gut instinct and say, you know what, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I deserve something a lot better. I deserve to be healthy physically, emotionally, and not have to worry about getting my butt beat or getting emotionally bashed and belittled and abused on a daily basis, okay? And I'm going to tell you a little thing that's going to help you out to make being in an abusive situation maybe less painful. I brought up about worried about the kids, right? What are you teaching your kids by being in that situation? What are you teaching your kids by being in the situation of being abused physically, emotionally, domestic violence situation? You're teaching your kids, right, 
don't do it, don't be in this, don't be in this, but it's what you show people, okay? It's your actions, it's what you do to stay in it, okay? Don't teach your kids this. And I'm gonna give you a piece of advice as well. You know what, this is not to scare you. I'm being honest with you, okay? Um, I've been you know, dealing with clients for a long time in this situation to where, you know what, if someone finds out it's a domestic violence or you're in an abusive situation, okay, and you have kids and say the school finds out, a relative finds out, a neighbor finds out, you have the opportunity to have your kids removed from you. I'm being honest, I'm being real with you. I don't want that to happen. So that's something for you to think about too, okay? So Child Protective Services can come in. If you remain in an abusive situation, they're going to say, you know what, you're neglecting and you're putting your kids in that situation, even though they might not be physically in that, they're emotionally being abused too. So that's something for you to think about, okay? And again, I'm not, you know, try, I'm not being a jerk. I'm helping you. I'm being real of the consequences of these situations. And I can tell you, you know, years ago, I had somebody I tried to help in an abusive situation for a lot of years, okay? And had kids, you know, like 12 years old, uh, on down, okay? And, you know, would, you know, get beat by her ex-husband now. Get beat ripped apart emotionally, verbally, almost on a daily basis, okay? She never called cops because her mother-in-law, okay? Her mother-in-law would tell her, well, you know, that's your husband. You don't do that to family. You don't ever call the cops on family, da-da-da, and was manipulated and, you know, belittled and low self-esteem. You don't want to tear the, you know, family apart. And here, it's a woman telling another woman this to protect her son, right? And I told her what's going to happen you're going to go to court and you know you're going to be in this situation and I want you prepared I hope it doesn't happen I want you prepared though the judge you know what is and I knew it happened to be a female judge at the time and it doesn't matter if it's male or female they're going to ask you you know what all of a sudden you never called the cops you have no proof right of domestic violence situation and the judge is going to say you have no proof never called the cops you know what, maybe you're an unfit mother because you had the kids in that a situation for so long. Maybe you deserve to have the kids taken away from you if this situation has occurred for that long. The judge has a point, right? And I'm not bashing, I, again, I'm trying to help you in these situations. So, you know what, try to look at, try to make staying in an abusive situation, okay, more painful than getting the hell out. Okay, and I'm not talking an isolated situation. And I do not want to get taken out of context on this, people, to where, oh, I heard Greg, I listened to Greg, you said an abusive situation. You you called me a bad husband. You called me and all of a sudden you're you know, you called me this, you're abusing me. There's a big difference, okay? A big difference, people. So I do not want things to be twisted or taken out of context that I'm trying to help you with, okay? Um, so, you know, I, I never ever condone people using domestic violence or abuse as a, you know, and they lie about it, that they are being abused or being, you know, to justify getting out of a relationship or trying to get the court in their favor with custody and they lie and they deceive and they, um, to get their way. Hell no. My, I'm not about that at all, nor should you ever do that, okay? 
Um, there are situations I know that people do that because it's all about winning. It's all about playing the victim role. And here, you know what? They're the ones that they're not great people at all. That's a long shot, okay? So look again. Look at it to where what is more painful to stay in that situation versus getting out of that situation, that abusive situation, okay? And, oh, right before I leave, sorry. Again, share the live video on your timeline for a chance to win my ebook, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy, okay? And again, the paperback right here can be, it's available on Barnes and Nobles and Amazon.com. And after the show, I will announce last week's winners. I didn't get a chance last Friday to announce that I was swamped with clients, uh, but I'll announce last week's winners of the ebook and then I'll private message those with the PDF file of that, okay? So any questions you have, um, you know, let me know. Private message me. Any topic ideas, let me know. Join the discussion below. And you can also, uh, you know, find a lot more information about me, my programs at theartofrelationships.org. That's the art, that's A-R-T, of relationships.org. Okay? Thank you for listening, for the support. I'll be here again live tomorrow, Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern Time. Everybody take care. Keep spreading the love and peace. Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.